Hi, this is the Pilgrim Family Podcast. I'm Eva, my little brother's Theo, and my mom and dad are Sean and Angela. Hello, friends. Thanks for joining me for another conversation uh, as I explore different people and different services uh, that I find uh, that I think maybe other people might find interesting. Um, Today, I want to introduce you to a man that's doing a lot of work in in men's health. Um, He works with men in men's circles, but he also works with women as well. So um, Taylor Cooper is uh, based in Utah County, Provo area. Um, so Taylor, thanks for joining me in the conversation today. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you having me on, Sean. <laughs> yeah. So on your Instagram, you have as your profile, a single dad, yogi, hiker, motivator, business owner, entrepreneur, connection coach, and soul healer. So I don't know if you want to talk about any of those titles and like how you came to that. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a lifetime of experiences that have kind of brought those titles upon me, I guess. Um, I think that describes me fairly well. Um, the one I've been working on the most is uh, is my role as a connection coach. So as a as I develop my business, as I have been developing my business, that kind of role came to me and I just kind of honestly made up the title of mm. a connection coach. What does it mean by that? Um, yeah, great question. A connection coach, the way I define it as, as my role is I help people connect. My mission is to help people connect to their self, their source and their soul tribe. Mm. So the different events that I do, the different retreats, the drum circles, all of that is designed to connect you in those in those ways. Mm. It's actually really interesting you bring that up because I've read a study that um, states that drum circles are similar to um, what you experience from a psychedelic drug and that you enter this alternative state um, through the jump circle, through the beats. I don't know if you feel the same way or what your experience has been with that. You, you definitely can. And, uh, what's interesting is the drum has been around since the beginning of time. Um, from the time we were in our mother's womb, we could hear her heartbeat. We could hear the drum beat. So there's something very primal. There's something very familiar to the drum even if people have never really been around a drum circle. Mm. A lot of times people will come and be like, that sounds, you know, like I really resonate with that and it sounds familiar, even though I've never been to a circle. And a lot of times that's why, like you were programmed before you were even born to hear these drum beats and cultures have been using it forever, the drums. And there, there is something special to it when you just get in these rhythms. I've noticed as I host these drum circles, almost always, and maybe you can attest to this because you've been to a circle, 
the first little bit of the circle is almost a little bit awkward. Like yeah. it starts off a little bit slow. And I think people are just kind of feeling into it and kind of getting comfortable. But then after you get going for a while, it's like everyone gets in sync mm. and they all start playing and then it just flows and it's beautiful. And I think in the right headspace when you're there, yeah, it could, it could be a pretty uh, mind opening trans state inducing <laughs> event for sure for sure i love that i took theo to an event and he loved it and everyone was so kind to him um majority of the people attending were adults and he would run from one drum to another just as the ceremony or the event was happening and uh, kind of invade people's drum play a little bit run to the next drum but he absolutely loved that night and it was honestly a night for me that I went out of my comfort zone. I think you witnessed that because um, having a son with special needs with a diagnosis, a lot of times for me, there's shame because your kid acts much different than a normal neuro neurotypical kid. So for me, it's been difficult to take him out to events because you're I'm always worried about him invading other people's space and maybe taking away from their experience. Nobody's ever said that to me, and I don't know that anyone ever would. But what people have said to me is that it was such a cool experience for them to experience Theo. So just wanted to thank you for allowing that for him to be there at the event that you hosted. So, yeah, of course, I, I very vividly remember that. And I think it's so important. One of, one of my main things in building this community is the safety for all, right? Young and old, like all are accepted, all are welcome. And his, his spirit that he brought was so cool. Just like, this pure love energy, just running around, meeting new people, being friendly, being excited. Like it was, it was really cool to see him going around. He came over to me and I think he banged my drum a few times too. And it was just awesome. Like it was so fun to have his spirit there. It's almost like he was a needle going around, weaving us all together, like sharing his energy and kind oh, of connecting wow. all of us. That's a great visual. It was, it was, yeah. He's been explained a lot of times as pure love. Uh, and the more I share him with others, the more I get over my own insecurities and yeah. really introduce him to more people, more circles. That's what everyone says is he's pure love. Um, so it makes me feel kind of guilty that I don't that I haven't been as brave to take him out as much. Um, but I guess to the dads out there, I encourage you to try to find circle drum circles like this. Um, and we'll definitely link your Instagram. Um, do you have any other ways of people finding you for your drum circles for the events that you hold? Yeah, I think the best way is through our Facebook group. Um, it's called the Medicine Wheel Drummers. So the business that I run is called the Conquer You Experience. And in some of my groups, my Facebook groups, it's abbreviated as CYE. 
Conquer You experience. So the Facebook group is CYE-Medicine Wheel Drummers. And that's where we post all of our drum circles, where we're meeting, when we're meeting. And uh, we meet every two weeks. And you just did one today, right? It was up Provo Canyon? Yeah, we just... Uh, yeah, we just had one today at Provo Canyon. We do one one a month in Utah County and one a month in Salt Lake County. And no experience is needed, no instruments are needed. You just come and enjoy. Sometimes there's extra instruments, but the main thing is is you just come and and be a part. So as far as like people expectations arriving, as far as like cost, do they need to what do they need to expect? as far as that to like pay for entry or? Yeah, good question. So it's a donation-based circles. Um, when we host them at locations, so when we're in Salt Lake County, we're generally at Beehive Buds and we have to pay for the location. So it's a suggested $10 donation, but it's all, it's all just like, I like to call it heart-based. Like if you can't pay 10 bucks, just come anyways please just be there at the same time. Like if you can do more then that's awesome too. But like, we would much rather have you there than not there because we don't want money to scare anyone away away. Cause it's just energy. Right. So just come and have fun. And if you feel like donating for the experience, then you can. Awesome. Well, I first saw you, we've been interacting on social media for, I don't know, a year plus now. Um, and I first saw you, the first social media picture, I think that jumped out at me is you're like kneeling in water and you have your hand over your heart and you're crying. Um, why don't you tell us kind of what was going on in that picture and what your intent is in, in sharing that? Oh, okay. <laughs> So a few years ago, I had just broken up with a girl, So this was a little over a year ago when I posted that and just felt completely broken inside. And for a long time, I felt like as a quote unquote healthy man, I couldn't show any emotion. I had to be strong. Mm. And I was coming to the point of realization that like, that's not the truth and that even men have feelings. And I decided to document that time in my life. And I reached out to a friend who was a photographer and we set it up and it was called the, the photo shoot was, was titled the wounded healer. Mm. There's a few different pictures on my, my social media around that same time from that same shoot, but it's just like the raw emotions of a man. Like men cry, men have feelings, men get hurt. And I think it's healthy for other men to see that in other men so that they can then feel welcome to do the same. Mm. They, they can feel that they're not weak for crying, but they can process in whatever way they need to process whether that's crying screaming yelling weeping 
you know, that's, that's fine. That's a way of processing. So I just wanted to kind of put myself out there and be vulnerable and be like, Hey, this is okay. This is what I'm going through. And I just wanted to let other men know that that's okay. Hmm. I love that. Giving men permission to feel. And uh, I was thinking coming into the podcast, like what explanation point question mark men have feelings question mark. Uh, Cause I think you can speak to that so well. And I love that title, the wounded healer. And I think you're such a, a poet. <laughs> I know you even, we've talked on Instagram that you even share some of your poetry at events. Uh, how often are you doing that? Um, I was writing a lot more last fall and sharing at different things. And it's kind of slowed down. I still share some of the stuff that I've written. Just recently, I've really felt the call to go back to mm. writing more. It's very therapeutic for me. I get out a lot of kind of stagnant thoughts, stagnant emotions I'm able to move and release through writing. Mm. And so I've had some ideas swirling in my head about divine masculinity. Um, we are the men is what the poem is, is titled that I'm working on right now. Mm. And I also have one I'm working on. I don't have a title for it yet, but it's about connecting to the divine the divine God, goddess, whatever we believe. It's kind of a combination of all these things. And uh, yeah, those are two works in progress that I have currently. I love that. And I've, I've always been one, even as a teenager, I wrote a lot of poetry. A lot of it was based on Christianity because that's how I was raised. And some uh, now the stuff I'm writing is is not so much Christian beliefs and faith, but more of God and divine and my connection to source and universe. And maybe at the end of this podcast, I'll share just a, a quick snippet with you and maybe some with our viewers. I have this vision. I wish I could play the guitar uh, and that I was musically talented. That's a skill that I have yet to develop. Um, but I totally understand what you're saying is Feelings are energy in motion. And it's been interesting over the last few weeks, last few months, I should say, I, I finished 75 hard, I completed it. And I would do walks as one of my workouts. Um, sometimes I throw on a weighted vest, other times I would just do a walk for 45 minutes. And it was great because it was a good processing walking meditation that I'd have these thoughts and feel these emotions and as I walked, I would feel the energy move through my body. Um, and then it was like I could let it go and it would leave my body. And then that way, when discussions or conflict would arise, it's almost like I had practiced and role played in my walks, those conversations. Yeah. I was far more collected because I've always been a very emotionally reactive guy. So anyway, just a suggestion to those guys out there. If you are known to blow up and yell and get angry, um, maybe go walk for 45 minutes, play the conversation through your head beforehand so you're a little bit more collected. Um, 
I do want to talk to you about Sacred Sons. Uh, they're obviously doing some amazing work. Uh, Zach Bush was on their podcast recently, and my family, we really love Zach Bush. We feel like he's a doctor that is also very spiritual, uh, and he brings spirituality into his practice. And he has helped us frame our vision of what it means to be a parent, especially to someone with disabilities. And I know you went to Sacred Sons event recently down in Arizona. Um, tell us about how you were introduced to Sacred Sons and like maybe what you gained from that event. Good question. Um, in, uh, in October, I had a really powerful moment. I was, I'd been running my business for about a year and a half, just doing all sorts of healing events um, with both genders, with, you know, anywhere from yoga to cold plunges to backpacking trips to sweat lodges, all this stuff. And I had this really powerful experience in October that basically was like, you need to start focusing on men. Mm. You need men's work. And it was, it was a powerful awakening. Um, as a kid, I, I remember being raised mainly by my mother and even like hard conversations that I would have wanted to have from my dad either never happened or they came from my mom. And I realized like how I didn't really have a, a good example of how to be a man. Mm. And so I started to do research and I found this group, Sacred Sons, and was talking to a friend about it and then just decided like i'm all in like i'm going to this event and so i invested in it drove 13 hours down to arizona yeah that's a commitment and uh had a life-changing experience in there what way 60 there were 60 brothers there mm. And they kind of divided us up so we could have more kind of individual attention and stuff. But to be surrounded by men that want to do the work, surrounded by men that want to be better, that want to show up for the people they love, that want to find out who they really are. Um, it was, let's see three nights so four days and three nights in the desert we were doing different exercises both like physical exercises like we would actually like learn how to fight we actually went boxing and had some really empowering experiences there a lot of us men have never been in a fight mm. for me i had never been in a fight and to actually fight someone without there being anger or hate or fear of like pulling out a knife, you know, and stabbing me. Like it was like, let's, let's fight out of love and let's build a connection through this sacred combat. It, it was a beautiful experience. And there was many, many things that we did together from, um, yeah, like declaring, our futures, like saying, I'm no, no longer am I going to accept this. I'm going to do this and having witnesses and having brothers 
and having people there that truly support you and want the best for you was was incredible mm. like i couldn't recommend it enough i'm actually going to another one of their events at the end of this month in utah i saw so, that it looks incredible i i hope to make it to an event i don't know that i can make it to that one but um i'm gonna try to make it to sacred sons and um we just have about 10 minutes left just give everyone a taste of who you are and maybe how to find you I know you run the Utah men's circle group alongside Joe and Tony and tell everyone what that is and why someone would want to come. So Utah men's circle is based off of similarities with sacred sons. So Joe is associated with sacred sons and um, it's just a group of guys that so me, Tony, and Joe are just helping to bring men together, to feel safe together, to work together, to process together. Um, men sharpen men is something we like to say. Like, we help each other be better. We help hold each other accountable. Um, there's no, there's no women that come to these, so there's no need to like, you know, have your uh, like try and show off or anything, right? It's just men showing up being mm. present and really it's it's a place for anyone that wants to try and be better so we meet currently once a month but hopefully next month we're going to move it to twice a month and you can find us on facebook and instagram under utah men's circle um, there's a facebook group and then the instagram page but it's just a very supportive group for men where you can come and be welcomed and be loved how you are without judgment and just, you know, know that there are men out there that have your back hmm. and support you. I love that. And I, I attended last month and it was awesome. We had what, 15 to 20 guys um, sharing vulnerable pieces of themselves and there was no judgment, at least I didn't experience any. Uh, and everyone was able to speak and share what their intentions were. Uh, and the subject was divine masculinity. Um, so I definitely gained a lot. Um, and one thing I did want to call everyone's attention to is your ability with the sound bath. Now, we only got like a five-minute taste of that. I know you do things like that for longer and that's part of the events that you provide. So maybe talk about just your sound baths that you can maybe provide to people if that, if that sounds appealing to them. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I do private one-on-one -on -one sound baths as well as couples and small groups. And I use a variety of 20 instruments plus my voice depending on what I'm guided to use. So I bring almost all my instruments. Sometimes I don't use them all. Usually I don't use them all, but just I go with my intuition and what the person needs. And I use some annoying, loud instruments <laughs> that help kind of ruffle people's feathers. <laughs> and I also use really powerful, soothing, um, healing instruments as well to help release um, it's common for people to to have memories come up, to process feelings, to cry, 
there's been people that just yell and scream and it's all just a form of processing these emotions that are stuck within the body that these healing vibrations help to release. Mm. So it's, it's a beautiful process. It's usually, if I come to you, it's usually about an hour and a half session to two hours where we'll use crystals and oils and sound, and then we'll have an integration at the end. Um, we even do breath work to help get it, get the body primed for the sound as well. So it just kind of depends on what the person's wanting and, and needing, but it's a, it's a beautiful experience. Well, it's interesting because we work with uh, the, the listening program from Advanced Brain Technologies with Theo, where they have a technology called bone conduction headphones. And it was my first introduction to vibrational medicine where our bodies actually respond to vibrations. You know, we hear the, the saying good vibes only a lot or whatever in these circles. And there's actually science backed behind it of you're sending a vibration, an invisible vibration to your body. And that could be bone conduction. That can be through your joints, through your muscles, because again, Emotion is energy moving through the body. One of my favorite books of all time is called The Body Keeps a Score by Bessel van der Kolk. And um, he actually started a trauma center to help people deal with trauma. And the whole book just talks about how we actually hold trauma within our body, within the cells of our body. A lot of times that's actually trapped in fat, which I thought was fascinating because as you start to really work on yourself and exercise and you kind of peel the layers off, sometimes yeah. those emotions come out. So it's interesting. Yeah. So, um, Taylor, I, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Um, if you don't mind, I'm just want to maybe close with my poem and then maybe give you two minutes just to, to bring us home. Um, so, my poem, uh, someday I would like to have a guitar with this as I read it, but it's titled My Song, and it says, I can't sing, but I'm going to sing anyway. You are not broken, you are just becoming. You are right where you need to be. Take time to breathe, forgive yourself to receive. You can't heal yourself with hate. Kindness and love reveal your fate. You've been to dark places, but all dark tends to light. Surrender the fight. That pain you feel is the path. Stop running from your healing. Find people and places that give you strength to sit through the pain. That pain is the teacher. That pain is your guide. You can't heal what is not seen. Purge the bad to welcome the good. Much love, my song. Any closing remarks for our audience, maybe with that in mind? Oh, brother. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Um, just closing remarks, just... I guess I'm just super grateful for you, Sean, for doing this sort of work as well, for doing your own work within within you mm. and for supporting me and other men in their journeys. 
So I'm grateful for you and uh, for just people in general that are out there trying to do the work. It's, it's a it's a hard job, but it's much easier when you have support. So thank you. Well, thank you for joining us. And hopefully maybe we can do some additional work together and watch, uh, watch out for hopefully some of our circle reaching out to you and let us know if there's anything else we can do to help support the work you're doing. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I'm always here. Hi, this is the Pilgrim Family Podcast. I'm Eva, my little brother's Theo, and my mom and dad are Sean and Angela.